Welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, it is August 6th, 2020, and lots of excitement running through the Turcotte household here over the last 24 hours. But before we get to that quick little uh, housekeeping here in the beginning of the show, uh, don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk. That's M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. Please send me your emails. I love hearing from you guys. Email me, theenthuselife at gmail.com. And of course, uh, if you want to help support the show, you can find all that information down in the show below and become a Patreon, one of our Patreon members, uh, that gets you early access to our patron-only podcast early, and then also gets you the chance to be a part of that. And the best part, you also get to become a member of our patron-only Discord, where we're always having awesome conversations over there every single day. So big thank you to all you guys who continue to support the show. You guys know who you are. Well... Let's talk about what we're excited about around here uh, these last uh, 24 hours. First up, and I talked about this earlier in the week, is Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion. I ordered a couple days ago. It was a pre-order from, uh, I got mine from Amazon. They released on Tuesday. Wasn't supposed to come until today. Well, guess what? That thing showed up at my door yesterday. Completely blew me away. I actually came home from work and uh, we were eating dinner and then doing the dishes and all that. And then my daughter just out of nowhere says... Mom, what's in that Amazon box? And I was just like, what? When did we get this Amazon box? Nobody tells me we had an Amazon box. I could have, you know, been skipping dinner and, and diving into this thing. Uh, well, sure enough, it just came. It happened to come. It, it was expected to actually come today on Thursday, but nope, came early in the day yesterday. So then we proceeded to spend about an hour setting the box up. And and that's one of the things, I guess, about the original Gloomhaven that people were actually uh, either turned off by or that was a little bit upsetting is that there's so many parts and pieces to that original Gloomhaven and they never gave you really direction on what to do with them all. So there's like this whole third party of of sellers of creating these box inserts that are either 3D printed or you see videos of people just putting videos of what they do with their Gloomhaven pieces where they have like uh, fishing tackle boxes, putting all the parts in. Well, with Jaws of the Lion, which again is kind of the the, um, entry level Gloomhaven where they were able to kind of rethink some of these things and and make it a little bit more beginner user friendly. Um, They actually have the first thing you do when you open that box is a sheet right on top that just says stop, start here. And they have pictures, they walk you through, punching all the little pieces out. And so I spent, I wouldn't say it was an hour. I mean, it was probably like 45 minutes going, well, no, I guess maybe it was an hour. (laughs) It was about an hour going through everything in that box and putting them in the spaces they where they wanted me to put in. Essentially what they have you do is there, there is a card with a, or a card, like a, a tray with some plastic that goes over it that you punch out a bunch of you know, the cardboard pieces that go in there. And those are like your damage markers, things like that kind of go in that little tray. And then there's a whole other set that was probably four cardboard cards where you're kind of punching out the pieces, but that's the enemies. And they give you these little tiny Ziploc bags so you can go in there and you put in like all the cutouts for, you know, one is like a, a vermling. These are kind of like the little goblins in this world. So there's like eight vermlings. You put them in there. You put um, uh, a little card that kind of has like their... Uh, um, I guess when you're kind of doing your um, whoever goes first in the things, you put that little piece in there, and uh, as well as their cards, their like attack cards, go in that Ziploc bag as well. You seal it up, set it aside, and you go through all the different enemy types in this game. So you basically have like probably 12 to 15 of these little Ziploc bags that have 
everything you need for the enemies in there. So when you go to a scenario in the game, you pull out that Ziploc bag, everything is set and ready to go. Now that's all they have you do to start. Because the other stuff with the characters themselves come in their their own little box inside the big box. And then that first time you sit down to play, it actually has then the players that first time open them up and kind of set everything up so everybody can kind of get a feel for what is in that game. Now, we didn't get a chance to play yet. That's the plan for tonight as of right now. Um, but the other thing that is coming today as well that I have a feeling is going to take a lot of the time up, at least for me, unfortunately, is uh, we decided to order the kids a giant trampoline that is coming today. So depending on the weather and the time that that thing comes, I may be spending hours setting that thing up in the nice, you know, 95 Carolina humid heat outside. So think of me today while you're <laughs> doing whatever you're doing. But who knows? If that doesn't come till later, I am not setting that thing up or opening that up. I know the kids are dying to get into that. Um but uh, I hope, I'm, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping we can get in at least that first scenario of Gloomhaven tonight. And I hope to be able to report back uh, to you guys tomorrow uh, on, on how it all went. Uh, some other excitement regarding video games on two fronts. Number one on my side is uh, Fantasy Star Online 2's Episode 4 content drop today. Now this is uh, bring some new areas, uh, bring some new story content brings us uh, PVP, it's bringing all new items, armor sets to chase, raises the level cap to 80, um, lots of stuff that they're kind of putting into this episode for it, even brings up extreme quests or, or like the harder quests. Um, if, again, you know, I've told folks before, if you're into Fantasy Star Online 2, obviously you're going to be, you know about this and jumping in, but if you haven't, um, there's never been a better time. Like, this is it. Get in. I mean, we even have, we know that in the next year we're going to get new Genesis, the new, uh, kind of entry, newer entry of Fantasy Star coming, uh, to at least the Xbox. We know, I'm sure it's going to be hitting the other platforms and PS4 or PSO2 is now available on Steam. So you can download it on Steam if you want to play on PC, which I need to do because it gives you all these cool, if you go in there and kind of uh, complete some quests in that, you get a whole new outfits where you look like, um, you know, it's all Half-Life themed things. Uh, I think you can even get a little Wheatley mag. So Wheatley, um, if you remember from Portal 2, you can make your mag in the game look like Wheatley, which right now mine looks like a Dreamcast, which I absolutely love. But I would maybe like a Wheatley one. Like, that's pretty cool. I don't know. I'll probably get the Wheatley one and not make it my my main mag. I'll probably put it on one of my alts. Uh, which, which, again, is one of the, the great things about Fantasy Star. Is like you, I have one character. Actually, I have two. I did create a second one, a female character. But I never really play her. And that one character I have um, was always a braver. But then I can also, at any point, switch over and just be a gunner with him. Like, you can always switch your class on the fly. Like, like even like Final Fantasy XIV, you create one character and then you can just play all the classes, which is just awesome when games do that. I, I love that they allow you to do that. Uh, the other big excitement here in the Turcotte household was the release of Madden 21 Mobile. Uh, woke up yesterday and my son had already downloaded it. He's been freaking out that this is coming out. I've talked before my, about my son's love for Madden. And uh, even though, you know, this is the mobile version, uh, he absolutely just loves it. I mean, this is actually Madden Mobile, believe it or not, is really what originally got him into the Madden games. Uh, my son spends more time like on the marketplace in the game buying low and selling high uh, players because you can trade players. And when I say players, it's like cards for the players with better stats and things like that. Um, so he'll spend a lot of time like chasing these little challenges within within the game, which is really how the mobile version is built around. But I mean, even the ultimate team and the console or PC version is the same way. 
uh, in that sense, where you complete these challenges, get better versions of players, you can basically level them up to make them even better, and then you can sell them on this in-game marketplace. I mean, he just becomes obsessed with that. Now, the cool thing they did this year is you can uh, connect a controller uh, via Bluetooth. So he's... I woke up and he's in his bed with his iPad with a PlayStation controller playing Madden on his iPad. It was just it was just kind of surreal. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, it's just weird. Um, but I, I gave it a download myself. Um, you know, one of the cool things I think about these games is they uh, kind of allow you to learn all the teams, know where all the trades happen if you weren't keeping up on the sports, kind of know where players are. And so, you know, he knows like every player in the NFL because of Madden. And, uh, you know, again, Madden Mobile is just, it's, it's neat. This year they made it where you're, you're almost kind of having a straight-up game. Um, there's this new mode in there called the Yard, where it's uh, kind of a 5v5, I guess, on mobile. It's going to be 6v6 on the consoles. Um, but you're kind of creating your own custom player. And then the games themselves are as if you're playing in someone's backyard, almost. It's kind of how they have it going. Where I, th- I think it's kind of neat. You know, kind of a neat little uh, idea uh, to the game. And they even came out and just said, just, just to make sure that you're creating your character in the Gillette style zone. So just kind of like NBA 2K has done. I mean, there's this Madden is very, very commercialized uh, and everything they do. And of course, I mean, on the mobile side, the game's free. I mean, you can go in and buy coins to get new packs because that's the other thing about these games is you're getting packs and you're on, on, you know, opening up the packs to see what the characters you get. And oh man, that's where all the excitement comes from. I mean, I got home and you know, I played a couple challenges and my son's like, did you do any challenges? Did you know, did you play? Like, yeah, I got a 75, um, <laughs> who did I get? Like Lamar Jackson or whatever. He's like, oh, dad, everybody gets that. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I got a 75 Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah, I got him too. Everybody gets that. I'm like, all right. But then he goes off and he got a Patrick Mahomes. He got an 81 Patrick Mahomes out of a pack. I and mean, he's like, he sells for 300000 but I'm going to raise him up a little bit. And hopefully I can get him, you know, up to 350 and blah. And he's going on and on and on. And I'm just like, all right, man, like that. Awesome. So Madden Mobile season is here, folks, and I'm sure that's all my ear is going to be filled with over the next uh, couple months now because it never ends Madden in our house. Because, hey, we're only, what, three weeks till the Madden sees its shadow here in the in the other gaming industry in the console. So we're going to get uh, <laughs> a regular Madden uh, coming out uh, very soon. Uh, let's see, today, as you guys are listening to this, depending on the time you listen, uh, later this afternoon at 4 Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, uh, so on Thursday, uh, there's going to be a PlayStation State of Play uh, that is going to be happening today. And so they're pretty much saying that it's going to be uh, about PS4 and PSVR games. So nothing about PS5. So they kind of want to temper expectations there. But I think that's great. So, you know, here we are. I, I mean, we're probably, what, three, four months away from this new console. I mean, we could probably say three months at this point, uh, potentially, from the PlayStation 5. And we're getting yet another PS4 slash PlayStation VR state of play. It's crazy, right? I mean, you think they should be doing everything they can to push the PS5, but nope, we're, we're getting another PS4. So I'm definitely interested to see uh, what's going to be in that. I'm going to throw out one uh, thing for, or two things for PlayStation VR. And both are Star Wars related. Number one, I hope we get some squadrons um, footage from inside the PlayStation VR. So Star Wars squadrons, that of course is the flight game coming out and Vader Immortal. I haven't seen anything. This is the game that's been on Oculus uh, that people actually absolutely loved, um, but it is we know it is coming to PlayStation VR, so hopefully we get some details uh, on when that's going to be coming out. Uh, I think it's going to be some other uh, like third-party stuff in terms of games, so 
uh, be on the uh, lookout for that. I don't know how many, how much uh, first party, if anything, we're really going to see in that. So um, just kind of set expectations because obviously not a lot of first party games coming uh, to the PlayStation 4. Uh, let's see some news. This was kind of interesting because it kind of got me excited. I, I've been uh, kind of a staunch. Uh, I'm known here for saying a lot of the Disney live action movies. I don't think we need them. Like, you know, I, I, it just seems like they're just knocking everything out. Like they're just like, Oh, we're, we're you know, going to take one of our animated films and knock out a live action movie from it. And they've just been kind of going down the gauntlet for all these movies. And it's like, do we, did we need the lion King? Yeah, it's great. We know you can do it, but did we need it? Personally, I haven't seen it. Cause it's just like, I love the animated movie. Not going to see it. Well, this rumor, now this is a rumor, so take this with a grain of salt, but they are, we do know they do want to make an R, basically a script is written, making a Pinocchio live action. Obviously still early stages. Well, supposedly the man in talks to play Geppetto is Tom Hanks. How could you find a more perfect Geppetto than Tom Hanks? Like even like I'm looking at an image right now of Geppetto. That is Tom Hanks with a mustache. Like Tom Hanks could easily become Geppetto from Pinocchio. And for some reason, when I hear Pinocchio, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like that movie is so old, the animated movie, that it just would make sense. It's like that's where they should have went first when it comes to these live action movies. Like they should have did Snow White. They should be doing Pinocchio. Do those older Disney movies. Those are the ones that you should be doing live action. Sure, a lot of kids have seen those movies and those are the classics, but... A lot of kids haven't seen those movies because they're so old. You know, I hope they're seeing them now that they're on Disney Plus. But uh, I think Tom Hanks would be perfect. Now it is Robert Zemeckis right now, who is, I guess, the the man who is kind of being uh, helming the movie. Um, so Hanks, of course, has worked with Zemeckis and in, in Forrest Gump, Castaway, and even The Polar Express. Uh, so I think Pinocchio would just be a perfect fit. Have have the actor, you know, such a, a star like Tom Hanks teamed up with the the star director of Robert Zemeckis. They've worked together before. I think Pinocchio would work perfect. I would assume it would be a CGI Pinocchio, right? I think I, I don't know if there's any any information about the movie yet because it is so early on. Um, but I think that that would be a uh, um, you know a good way to do that. I think that they could make it real enough where um, you'd have a little puppet, and you know it would be a little bit weird if I guess you know he, at the end it is a real boy. But I think if you don't really if you push him as CGI to begin with, and then have him become real at the end. Maybe they can make that work. You know, I think it's I think it's possible. It's cool, but I think Tom Hanks would be perfect, and and I hope that movie does end up uh, getting made all the way to the end because I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, new trailer came out for a new HBO Max show coming uh, Thursday, September third. And this movie or the show is called Raised by Wolves. Uh, this is actually a uh, show being made by Ridley Scott, of course, who uh, made The Alien as well as some other movies. Um, the Alien, who's made Alien and Aliens. Um, and, uh, just looks to be this very odd, odd show. It, it's this, uh, show that's going to center on, and here's kind of how they rate, they, uh, pitch it centers on two androids tasked with raising human children on a mysterious virgin planet. As a burgeoning colony of humans threatens to be torn apart by religious differences, the androids learn that controlling the beliefs of humans is a treacherous and difficult task. That just sounds crazy it sounds awesome if you watch the trailer for this thing it is just a creepy weird trailer um i i I don't know it just looks like definitely something i want to see and the idea that you know these are androids raising human humans i mean this is like the the future that people fear with 
uh, <laughs> um, you know, like Siri and, and all these just new devices that we're kind of using to take over our lives. This is that kind of far-flung, scary future of what could happen, you know. But in the same sense, here, this is this planet, you know, my, my guess just kind of looking at it, it seems like, you know, it's these androids with these these small children. So they were probably sent by humanity to just basically, you know, uh, um, pollinate this, uh, this planet and kind of just bring back humanity because something's happened on Earth's side that they have to... Um, you know, just populate this planet. So I, I think it's going to be um, a very just neat show. Um, you know, kind of the production value. It's kind of funny as I'm looking at it. It re- reminds me a lot of The Mandalorian. So I almost wonder if some of these HBO Max shows that we're going to get, are they going to be kind of on that level? Not as big budgeted as like a Game of Thrones maybe, but at least, you know, enough to, um, I don't know, kind of kind of still stand out. But there definitely are some big wide shots and here that just show some massive landscapes with uh, just, I don't know, ships and aliens and things like that. So this show looks like it is going to be right up my alley. And I'm sure anyone who listens to this, this is going to be up your alley as well. It's called Raised by Wolves. Uh, coming from Ridley Scott looks uh, looks awesome. Uh, and finally today, we did get a quick little trailer from DC for their DC Fandome, which is going to be happening on Saturday, August 22nd, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern. Basically, a 24-hour live stream that's going to just have the cast and creators of some of their biggest films, games, comics, all that. So be sure to, uh, I guess, tune into that. I know we'll be reporting on that, obviously, here in the coming weeks. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing coming out of that, and the trailer doesn't really show anything, but just that we knew, I mean, we knew this was coming, but I think the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is uh, supposedly there's going to be Rocksteady is going to be there showing off their new DC game. You know, there's been rumors that this is a Suicide Squad game. Have to wait and see if there's some truth to that, um, you know. But uh, I think that's where I'm really excited. What has Rocksteady been working on? What is that new game? Uh, there is even, you know, some some rumblings that there is a Arkham game as well. That's not going to be made by Rockstar, of course. But um, we'll get some of that. Uh, any new movie stuff? Hopefully, some Wonder Woman 1984. Um, I know everybody's excited about Teen Titans Go. I'm sure that'll be a big thing here in my house. My kids will love Teen Titans Go. Um, but I think it's cool. They're doing that, especially if it's a 24-hour event. Like, that's pretty neat, man, to have just this massive event, everybody all crowded around. I mean, it just goes into kind of that mindset of, like, without a true Comic-Con where all the news is just getting dumped in a matter of, you know, days and it all gets mixed up, kind of like what happens with E3 where you have these conventions and all the news is out there that stuff gets kind of shoved under the rug. Doing things like this, just taking a day and all the news, the DC fandom is going to just conquer all the news for like 24 to 48 hours because that's all anybody's going to be talking about and every there, there's really going to be nothing that gets swept under the rug in that you know every everything's going to be big news um i think this is a great way to start doing uh all events and stuff like that so uh i don't know looking forward to it well, there we go, guys. That's going to be it for today. Of course, we got one more show this week. I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, don't forget you can follow me on Twitter, at Mark Turk. That's M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. Uh, send us an email. Love getting emails from you guys. TheEnthusedLife at gmail.com. And whatever service you listen to the show on, um, if you can, leave me a review over there. You know, If it's iTunes, just you know, give us the five stars. If you can, leave me a review over there. That helps, of course, move the show up the ranks. And don't forget the show now is available again on all the platforms. So if... You listen on something else now, but you, you know Spotify is your service of choice. You can find the show again on Spotify. So go over there and uh, listen over there if it makes it a little bit easier for you. Now that I've switched over to Anchor, 
uh, it's made things a little bit easier now. Uh, I know for people to listen because Podbean just wasn't allowing it. So, uh, well, that's it, everybody. Thank you again for tuning into the show. And until next time, we'll catch you tomorrow.